What's good, beautiful people? It's your boy Kazil, and welcome to Tea Time Podcast Solo Episode 7. Yes, I got it right this time because I actually checked before we started that it's the seventh episode because every single episode since the beginning, apart from the first episode, I've had to guess, but you've bared with me nonetheless. <laughs> but here we are. Ah, this this past weekend was actually really interesting and really cool. Um, I feel like it's paved like a really good week for me. I just had like just random good weekend. If you know me, then you know that I love my sleep. But this weekend, I've been awake since like seven o'clock in the morning. I woke up before ten o'clock on a Sunday absolutely crazy scenes but yeah man I hope that you know everybody's having a good week so far wherever you're listening to to this from whether it's morning midday evening or maybe it's even the next day because we do have some I do have some listeners from like Australia and stuff like that which is pretty cool when you think about it because that's very far away so yeah shout out to shout out to y'all but anyways without me babbling on for too long because I don't really have much to say today oh actually tell a lie before I even forget for those that are going to be listening to this this week do not forget that it's Black Friday Black Pride this weekend um if you've not seen already Black Pride uh has been moved it was supposed to have been on a Sunday but due to there being football it's been moved to the Saturday uh I hope I haven't gotten that the wrong way around because I did forget to double check that but yeah check out Black Pride uh UK it's going to be on point uh, if you went last year, you'll see that it's changed from the way that it used to be. It's now more like a bigger, on a bigger scale in Stratford. So yeah, go down, have some fun this weekend and be safe. Anyways, let me introduce the guest, or let the guest introduce themselves, should I say, as I do have a guest this week again. Uh, so would the guests like to introduce themselves? Yes, yes. What's up, Kaz? My name is Bo Jameson. I use they, them pronouns. I'm a Cancer Sun, Taurus Moon, and Leo Rising. Happy to be here. Nice, nice. Well, thank you, thank you for thank you for coming on. Thank you for coming on. I really appreciate that. Um, you know, I was trying to. I just was messaging randomly on um, Twitter or X or whatever the hell it's called. It's now. Twitter. It, yeah, I'm still saying Twitter. I'm sorry, but I can't say X. <laughs> it sounds stupid it just sounds so stupid I cannot mm-hmm. say X but yeah like I was scouting on there for people and you know I'm happy that you reached out um, happy that you reached out and wanted to come on just thought it would be, it'd be really cool to have a conversation with you know somebody else somebody that's got like different experience to myself Um, but speaking of having a different experience so Tell us a little bit about you. So what was like your your upbringing life in terms of were you born in the US or did you were you born somewhere else and then moved there after? Yes, so I'm born and raised in the US mm-hmm. in the south. I'm from um, Orangeburg. It's a small town in the state of South Carolina in the southern region of the United States. Orangeburg, never heard of that one. That's, Orangeburg. That's, really, that's an interesting name. I've never heard of that. Do you want to hear a fun fact about the name of the town? <laughs> Go for it. Yeah, so, you know, South Carolina was one of the first states established when British colonizers thought it was okay to name sections of land over here. And um, they, uh, a relative of uh, 
King Charles was the Prince of Orange. So the town of Orangeburg, the county of Orangeburg was actually named after him in the way that cities like Charleston or Charlotte are also named after some dead guy from Britain. Do you know what? I didn't, that has never even crossed my mind that the British came over to America and colonized out there and stuff like that as well. That's a really interesting fact. I've never put two and two together. Wow, it's interesting because I literally think about it every day. It it leads my existence in the way I'm allowed to show up in the world here. And I'm sure that's going to come up as we talk about as we put, yeah, <laughs> our yeah, religious past here. It's 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 gonna it's definitely it's definitely it's getting good already. <laughs> Things about to get real juicy. <laughs> so um you mentioned that like your pronouns are they them. So you identify as um a non-binary person. Yes, I identify as trans and non-binary. Okay. So like trans mask, non-binary, or yes. without the mask. Okay, cool. And, you know, I'm not always mask. Um, you know, actually, the the more masculine I start to feel in my body, the more comfortable I feel presenting feminine. It's still a bit of a journey here, but I'm really enjoying every minute of it. It's really interesting that you say that because I feel somewhat the same. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, being a trans man that uh, was born like a girl ever, Mm -hmm. Um, The more I tap into sort of like my trans, I trans man identity, the more I'm like very happy doing things that are perceived as more feminine. Yeah, it's like you're giving yourself permission to enjoy those things. Yeah. Or to lean into them. Yeah. But then, I don't know, it just feels different because it's like I'm giving myself the permission to lean into these things because it's my choice to do it. And not mm-hmm. because I was told that I had to be and exactly. present a certain way. So, like, exactly. yeah, there's, there's a lot of power in, um, like, reaching that point within yourself. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And it feels really good to hear someone talk about experiencing that. <laughs> yeah, because, so I mean, you. You, you, don't really, you don't really hear about it so often. But there's a lot of things that I've noticed, like, other trans people do and other non-binary people do. And I'm just like, that's really interesting. But I've never actually heard anybody say it. Like, I say it to, like, my friends. Um, like, I always say um, that I present as vasculine because <laughs> I've got the vasculine because I've got the, mm-hmm. the combined energies of feminine and masculine because I've always had my moments. But, mm-hmm. yeah, like, there's there's a bit more of um, a balance that I can see now. yeah. I like calling myself a femboy or a fairy boy. Um, yeah, that's like a really popular term, femboy. But yeah, I've started really? hearing Oh, yeah, femboy, boy. yeah. Yeah, femboy, <laughs> yeah. But I've heard like maybe one or two other people say fairy boy. And I'm like, I kind of like that. I like it's... that one better. Femboy feels like it's more for... Um, the, I, 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 I associate a certain image with that. And it's not really me that I see. I'm not trying to like call out... <laughs> <laughs> any what's, other presentations or anything what's what's the image that you see i'm i'm thinking sense. like you know a, like gay assigned male mm-hmm. pretty boy mm-hmm. energy um mm-hmm. when i hear that's, the femboy that's that's exactly what i get from femboy as well 
yeah. Like when I so, think yeah. femboy, it definitely gives me like <laughs> gay, like feminine boy. Yeah, yeah. And I love that. You know, I know plenty of people like that who I just adore, but it doesn't feel like my definite it doesn't feel like my queer, you know. It's mm. it's it's not the right label or title for me. Yeah. That I mean that makes sense. So <laughs> fairy boy it is. <laughs> <laughs> So I also like, like lesbian boyfriend, even when I'm single. Lesbian boyfriend. Now that it tells you what I am, I and it tells you who I'm here for. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yes, actually, yeah, that's that's a good point. I didn't think of it like that because I've never <laughs> heard anybody say um, lesbian boyfriend before. Mm-hmm. And boyfriend saying, spelled like B O I. Mm. Okay, okay, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. That's really interesting. <laughs> so, um, when did you realize, uh, like within yourself, that you're non-binary? Hmm. It it was really early, and it's it's always interesting. It's a journey every time I answer this question because I feel like I've only recently had the language to say that I'm non-binary, but, you know, um, the way I was raised, uh, we had to dress a certain way per our, like, church laws Mm -hmm. and stuff. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we didn't wear pants. We always wore skirts. We always wore dresses. And when I went to college and started wearing pants, I, like, immediately started, like, wearing boys' clothes. And I can remember being younger and like watching TV um, and like, or like seeing boys around just like really like, oh my gosh, they look so cool. I wish I, I wish I was like that. So it was, it was very early. Um, I knew I wasn't like the the girls around me mm-hmm. and I didn't quite fit in with the boys either. Okay. So I don't know that I knew I just knew that I was like not. Um, I was. I just knew that I was different for sure. Um, I wasn't in either of these categories. Did that feel like quite isolating? Only because you say that like you didn't fit in with the girls and like you didn't quite fit in with the boys. So like you know, growing up as a child or like a young person, like that must have felt you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. really like lonely even um I won't say it was lonely because what you know what I did was I like floated between groups of people you know like when you have those like um like stereotypical cliques at a school like say you Mm -hmm. have like the athletes you have the nerds you have the musicians you have the band geeks you know I I kind of like hopped around through all of these groups so it was very social you know it wasn't lonely in that way, but did I have like, you know, a squad of three who I was always with or um, like a consistent best friend over several years, you know, definitely in that aspect, um, isolating, you know, also I'm at, like at this point in my life is like the first time I can say that I know other trans people or other people who notice that they don't fit into the gender binary. And it's really just because I've been online a whole lot more. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm from a small town in the South where it's like very conservative 
or people act like they've never watched TV or read a book. So I'm the first trans people that a lot of folks meet, you know? So, um, yeah, I think that's had a lot to do with not quite fitting in because, you know, you share energy, you share vibes, you share experience, like all that really matters when it comes to building lasting connections. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But, it, you know, it's so interesting to hear you say that you bounce around clicks because, again, I don't think I've ever heard anybody else say this because this was sort <laughs> of like my experience. Mm-hmm. Because, um, what, like in school, I was, you know, your typical baby stud. <laughs> um, like, you know, hang out with hang out with the boys because, mm-hmm. you know, these were my people and everybody knew that. But I would still go sit on a bench with like a group of girls, like mm-hmm. super girly girls. Um, I would go hang out with like, I don't know, like the the nerds, the sporty people, the distant, mm-hmm. like, like the older people. I would bounce around just because I was that kind of person, kind of just get on with everyone. But um, outside of school, it was just, I just had friends that were lesbians. Mm-hmm. Like, just lesbians like, <laughs> i love that for you super super study friends and all my <laughs> friends were older i was always the baby in a group uh we had like maybe maybe like one or two femmes in the group but that was it and there would be like a consistent squad of us but i had like two different squads like i had the mm-hmm. squad down the road and i had the squad like up in the south of london so it'd be like two different kind of groups right the um, match the vibe yeah. you're feeling that day. Yeah, just as a match It's like, what am I feeling? Do I want to be with my party people, my mm-hmm. like big mask energy and people talking about going to play football and all of this crap? Or do I want to be with people I can literally just relax with? Yeah, dude. So, <laughs> you know, I am... You, you, I know you've been following me on Twitter, so you probably peeped some of this, but for your listeners, I'm moving to the city of Atlanta in about 10 days. And nice. Atlanta is known as like the big in the States. Are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, very yeah. gay, I've very, never been, very black, I've very queer. I've never been, but I know a lot. I know a lot mm-hmm. about Atlanta, but never been. I should have actually been going to Atlanta this November, but unfortunately well, I can't, you know, can't, can't make it out. <laughs> let me know if he's swerving through. Um, moving there in 10 days, we can record an episode in person, yeah, and for sure. um, <laughs> but I'm really looking forward to having like what you just talk about, talked about, like mm. where my whole community or my, my closest community, my away from work, away from school community is, yeah, is it's, you know, people who share my identity. Yeah, it's 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 important, you know, it's important, like as as you get older having those type of communities and having those type of people around you like-minded people that you can just hang with and stuff like that it's it's I don't know I just feel like it's an important part of you know growing more into yourself mm-hmm. well that's how it feels for that's how it feels for me anyway like yeah speak for myself on that one um it just feels like super important to have that around you because it's all well and good like being able to connect with people online but you know sometimes you want to be able to be more close with people outside Absolutely. of that in real life so mm-hmm. you know i'm 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 rooting for you i'm rooting for this move 
because uh, I know Atlanta is, you know, that kind of place where there's just going to be people everywhere that you can sort of, you know, catch a vibe with. So, yeah, I'm excited for you. I'm excited to see what Atlanta brings for you. Yeah. Uh, is there is there any particular reason why you want to move to Atlanta? Did you want to just, you know, leave the small town and go to somewhere different? Or, you know, is there like an actual reason or, you know, what was the vibe around that? Yeah, I, I got into a doctorate program. I've been working towards that for about a year and a half now. And wow. I'm starting a doctor of chiropractic at Life University in Marietta, which is like a little bit outside of Atlanta. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. Dr. Jameson, in the next few years, yeah, Come I'm very on excited now. about that. <laughs> I'm excited for you. Just um, if you don't, if you don't mind answering, uh, how old are you? Because you're talking about doctorate, so I'm like, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm 32. I'm 32. 32. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. You don't. Look I have a 18. bachelor's degree. Oh no, black don't crack, baby. That's what we say over here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm gonna be fine till I'm 75. You watch. Yes. Okay? <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> how old are you? I am 29. I'm going to be 30 okay. in two months. God damn. Excellent. Excellent. Well, welcome. I'm, I'll be happy to welcome you to the 30s club. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. But yeah, that's but, pretty cool. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. I'm excited for you too. Just like the whole thing, like, you know, you're going out there for school, you're moving to like, you know, this blackity black queer RC. Yes. Asking, do you know anybody out there? Okay. Yes, I do. Okay. So happy about that, actually. Um, I know I have a brother who lives an hour away. Okay. But he he works in the same town where my school is. Oh, that's amazing. So we aren't very close. We grew up in different homes, but it's nice to know that he's there and he's always willing to help me out. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I have a I cousin. Mean, well- Sorry, go on. <laughs> I have a cousin who is attending another university there. She's a master's student. Nice. And she's been there for a little while. And then I, there are some distant cousins who live like in the outskirts, the suburb areas of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And then I have a handful of friends, like people from Twitter, some people I know through my current job. And um, yeah, friends I've made in the last few times that I've visited there. So I went and hung out there for my birthday. I've been there the last few weekends, sort of just like getting my shit together. And um, I'm meeting new people every time. So I'm already starting to build some community there, which feels really great. And it makes it feel even more exciting to, to get the move on. Yeah, for real, for real. That sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, to be able to have people there is nice. Like starting from scratch is all well and good, but when you have people, it feels a little bit more mm-hmm. of like a big move because you're going from like you know a small town or whatever to yeah this big ass place yeah which is kind of yeah. like what this is kind of what we did to be fair like we were staying in a little um village or little town I guess um outside of a place called Cambridge out here I don't know if you've ever heard of Cambridge. Mm-hmm. Uh And yeah, so we moved from like a little town outside of that area to Manchester, which is like going from, I don't know, 
a little town out in America to, I guess, move into Atlanta or to move into like yeah. New York or something to like a huge yeah. city where it's like a very big difference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but it's you know it's always, it's always nice to make those kind of big moves uh, as you get older. It's it's exciting. It is, and I've done it before. Um, I moved to LA back in 2017. Oh wow! Um, okay, and spent a few years out there before I moved back to South Carolina. Nice. Was that for school That was as overwhelming. Well? No, um, that was an irresponsible move. I moved with a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as soon as he said irresponsible, I knew what was coming next. <laughs> you know, I was like also like peaking at my fitness career and um, you know, I was personal training. I was managing and opening gyms, like that sort of thing. And L.A. was a easy spot for me to continue to do that in. And, you know, I said I wanted to do some like modeling and stuff, but I didn't really pursue that when I got out there uh, just because everything is so expensive. And I had to work so much just to like pay rent. Um, yeah. And, you know, it was hard to establish community. People are kind of weird in L.A. because there's so many different people. Like weird, like how? Um, like I couldn't, you know, when I agree to plans or say I'm going to show up somewhere, like I'm really like planning to be there in LA, people will say that they're coming up to the very last minute and then like not show up and also not send a text to say that they canceled or people just say like, let's get together and they don't mean it, you know? So I don't really understand that. Yeah. It hurt my little cancer heart. It's like, why are you agreeing to stuff if you're not going to follow through? I, I, I don't know. Like, just the way yeah. that I was brought up, like, communication is very important. You're not able to fulfill something that you have committed to. You should be very vocal about it. But also, it's manners. Like, yes. it's just be able to say yes. you're not able to do something. If you need to reschedule, then say that you need to reschedule. If you can't make it, say you can't make it. If you don't want to come, yeah. just right. say that. Just say that. <laughs> it is okay. <laughs> and I'd rather know so I can do something else with my time and energy. Please. Okay, then. Okay, then. Like, I honestly, I really, really, really hate that. I hate when someone says they're going to turn up. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, no, no tea, no shade. But it's happened a few times recently. Please, you should have just said something. Like, just say something. <laughs> just say something. Because what am I going to do? I'm not going to get mad about it. It's just, I, I just need to know. Yeah. And even but if I do know. get mad about it, that's on me to hold right then. You know, now that, like, mm-hmm. now that you've done it this way, there's a conflict between the two of us. And yeah, that's not cool. Yeah. Yeah. That part right there. So. <laughs> I wish people just, you know, just, Keep said, it real. just, just communicate. That's it. Keep it one. That's that's all we're asked for in life, you know? It's, it's not that hard. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people are going to make things difficult. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> anyway. Into that. Again. Let's talk about religion. Mm. Because I know that you have a very interesting religion Mm -hmm. 
or something that you grew up in or with when you were younger, which you've mentioned a little before when you talked about you had to dress a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's 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 get into it. Yes. Let's talk about so, it. Um in a smaller town than the small town I grew up in. <laughs> um a place called Denmark, South Carolina, actually. Um, where my mom is from. Uh she and her family were part of this church um called Progressive Church of Our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay. And this church had several like branches all over maybe four states, South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. And um, yeah, we had our little location in Denmark, South Carolina. And we were there all the time, um, even though it was 45 minutes away from our house. Uh, we had two services on Sunday, a Wednesday night, Bible study and a Friday night service. And my mom made sure we went to as much of that as we could. Um, Christian faith, obviously, with Jesus Christ, but just very, um, very tight knit and very uh, sold to the fact that only the way they're do- they're interpreting it is the right way, like everyone else is going to hell so you know women were not allowed to wear pants um that was men's attire women also weren't really allowed to wear makeup and jewelry although they're a lot more flexible about that now than they were when i was young but um yeah lots of rules on how to dress um who to spend time with um we did spend a lot of time with each other. And that's, I, I think that's also part of why, like, it was hard to fit in at, like, school and stuff. Because I had this whole other, like, social, like, world going on outside of school. Um, yeah, they were the people I was with all the time. It's to the point where, like, you know, the concept of, like, a vill- it takes a village to raise a child. Mm-hmm. Um. It, it was it was like that. Like everybody, it was really communal. We spent a lot of time together, and that aspect of it I like really liked and sometimes miss. You know, like these are people who are not your blood relatives, but they've changed your diapers. They've been there for all of your. Wait, it's gone quiet again. I don't know what is going on. This is crazy. I was really getting on a little uh, tangent there, too. Oh, could you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Wait. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. But did you hear me when I said it's going quiet again? Yes, I did hear you. For fuck's sake. I don't know what is happening. Okay. This is this is going to be a lot of editing today. God damn. It is. You're going to have to work so hard. And you're trying to release it tomorrow? Like, it's my day off today, so I can just work on it later, like, today. But it's like, this is never usually it. Like, I record, I'll do the whole entire thing. 
Mm-hmm. I only ever have to take out the little beginning part when I'm asking you, is there anything you don't want to talk about? Da, 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 da. Other than that, I never have to edit these. Mm. Oh, good thing I've mastered the editing. So if we, <laughs> <laughs> if we take another pause and if you could go of saying these people have changed your diapers. Yes. Because that's yes. the last thing I heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, they've, so. they've changed your diapers. They've um, They've been there for all of your like accomplishments, like when you discover new talents or you graduate from something or, you know, um, you know, they're there for like your, your big life moments. So um, it'd be when you, the hard part is when you start to grow into yourself and that's not really in alignment with some of the values that the people in the church space hold, right? Like, being gay or not really feeling like a girl. And I had so many like weird gender experiences at church. Uh, eventually it just feels like wrong to be around them. It feels incongruent, like, ew, like this doesn't feel good. You know, I'm showing up as somebody else here. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't yeah. like you. I wasn't like a baby stud, you know, I complied okay. until I got out of the house so, um, you know, I just felt like I was in somebody else's skin, like all the time existing there. And um, I I pushed back in some ways. Like I had lots of questions because, you know, we being being there so much and doing so much Bible study and so many services like, you know, and I'm a, like I'm an inquisitive dude. So <laughs> I was like actually reading and I had questions and I'm like, some of this stuff doesn't add up. And. Of course, when I start going to school and like learning history and learning about colonialism and Christianity and the different ways that those things have worked together. And then I come back to church with these questions and it's like, hey, you're you're causing trouble. <laughs> you know, that's when I'm like, OK, there's there's some that's when I started to started to click that like something wasn't right. You know, when I was being discouraged from what I thought was like, you know, committed study of what we were supposed to be upholding, right? Yeah. Wow. You know, eventually it's about their rules and their power dynamics more than it is about, you know, worship or integrity, (laughs) unfortunately. Wow. So like, okay. Let's see how is this. So obviously you came from like this deeply religious background, you know, spending like all or the majority of your time at church is a very big thing. You know, mm-hmm. like I do hear of people like now I do hear I do spend a lot of time at church or go to church quite often. Okay, fair enough. But I don't really hear about it being, you know, strict in the sense that you because you right. said, you know, you'd you'd also like you could only spend your time around certain people and stuff like that. And you had to dress, up, you know, all of this, that and the other and had to follow all of these rules. So, you know, with having all of that in mind, I guess it's kind of a question. Did you sort of like start to find yourself and voice how you feel at this church? And if so... Like, how did that go down? Yeah, I think, um, yes, I did start to find my voice 
um, and, you know, speak up. But that, that was me, like I mentioned, um, asking questions, like in, like yeah. we'd have Sunday school classes where the goal really is to read through massive sections of the Bible to understand these stories so that when they're referencing them in a sermon, you already know what you're talking about. So, um, I would, I would ask questions and sometimes I would ask these questions already, like having thought about the answers in my mind or like already yeah. have, having done the research. Um, and I would be ready to debate with these Sunday school teachers or with these deacons who were, um, you know, running the classes or ask them questions about ethics and morality. Like, so based on what you're saying here in this scripture, if someone were to come to me with this problem, this is what we, sh we should do. Do you really believe that? And people didn't like being challenged like that by, you know, <laughs> a 16 year old girl, right? Like I'm supposed to be sitting quietly, you know, not bothering like anybody agreeing. or, yeah. Yeah. Or like off cleaning somewhere or some shit. So the fact that I was, you know, trying to learn stuff on my own, but coming back with, I don't know. I was just waking up. That's what was happening. And I was not, um, I wanted to talk about it. There were I a couple of people there. Mm -hmm. There were a couple of people there who encouraged it. Um, oh, but they really? are no longer members. Yeah, yeah. They were, they were, they're also no longer members of that church. <laughs> so I think they were probably in a similar situation where they're like starting to learn more about the real world and are like waking up on their own. And they saw me as a young person, like doing it early. So they wanted to encourage me. Um, but they're also like not there anymore. Okay. So did you ever come out of or anything while you were at this church? No, I didn't. You know, I'm not even out to my family. I'm only out this, in my, like, social circles. Okay, this now comes to the next point that I was going to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> but now you've just said you're not out to your family. Mm -hmm. Is there any reason for that? Like, um, even though you're not, like, at home and stuff like that, like, is there a reason that, you know, you haven't come out? Yeah, it's the church. <laughs> Well, it's, even it's though absolutely... you're not a part of it anymore. Yeah, there's just, I guess, such a fear um, attached to it. Uh, okay. Whenever someone was guilty of something, there was some sort of scandal or whatever, it's, it's a big deal. Um, so I guess I just find myself reluctant to... I don't really care about being the subject of that myself, but having my mom be the subject of it and I also we haven't had the best relationship and it's starting to get better and I feel reluctant to like just throw another uh bomb in there I know it's gonna come eventually and I've been working my way up towards it it's just not um it just still doesn't feel emotionally safe to do that with her specifically um I feel like my dad will be just fine <laughs> we'll, we'll just so, get around to it when it's important do you think that like like I don't know like do you feel like she'll react quite 
badly? Mm-hmm. Do you think that, like, you know, she'll make like a really big deal out of it? Like, would is it yes. something that you would like take to the church? Um, you or know, would she tried to just not. Both of those are an option because you know she's taken something that I've done to the church before. So, you know, I guess I already have that association that, like, this is not going to be a private thing between the two of us. This is going to be public information for everybody. Was um, it while you were still after you left? This first situation was while I was... Yeah, the first situation was while I was still with the church. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I cut my hair, and that's something girls weren't supposed to do. So she called the pastor and had the pastor call me to tell me I could no longer participate in all of the extracurricular things I was doing, like choir and yeah. Damn, because you cut your hair. I was was punished. Yes, I have Uh a lot of trauma around punishment (laughs) when it comes to the church Uh space. And my mother specifically. My dad is not a member of this church. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> I honestly don't know how they're together. Has he ever been a member of this church? Yes, they actually met there. And, and then... yeah, exactly. When I was a child, he decided they were fucking crazy and he got out of there. And but he did not take all of us and he decided not to argue with my mom about making us go. He just allowed it to happen. Wow. Right. Wow. And he he talks shit. You know, he doesn't like it. He talks shit all the time about how much time we spent there, but he like, you know, it it still still happened. Yeah, he, he hasn't he didn't do anything to like help the situation per se. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. I mean Fair enough to him for wanting to get out. Fair <laughs> enough to get out. Maybe he just felt like he didn't have any control over whether or not the rest of you went. They could, I don't know, like a whole thing about it. Like, I don't know if you've ever spoken to him about it or anything like that. But there could be many reasons, you know. You just, you never really know uh, why parents do things or don't do things until the conversation is had, I guess. That's sort of how I, um, how I've seen it or how I've taken things. Yeah, I feel you. Um, I've just they haven't ever said much to us about what that conversation was like. I know that they had one multiple times, but I don't think they would have stayed married if he had pushed the envelope to take us out of that church. I think my mom would have chosen the church over that marriage, and in many ways, she continued to do that does but that's a different conversation yeah i heard that but i mean a conversation was hard can you hear me properly by the way yes i can you sound great okay cool it's really weird i don't know why but my headphones just have disconnected Mm. i don't know that's just doing technology once again. Being very mean to you today. 
honestly, like, I have... What we mean by that is the audio today is just saying absolutely not. So I just hope that the end of this whole thing just turns out to be okay because (laughs) honestly I just hope that it turns out to be okay because it's acting so crazy it doesn't make any sense whatsoever (laughs) goodness gracious me (laughs) oh we're just trying to get through it so we can go on about our days (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm enjoying the conversation though yeah I mean same like I just wish that it was flowing the way that it was supposed to flow but it's you know it's okay just just edit out the little bits of massive silence (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness me um so yeah like sort of like moving on from like the religious stuff Mm -hmm. um I just wanted to ask as well just sort of like out of curiosity as part of the conversation um so you identify as a trans uh non-binary person um have you started like medically transitioning or anything like that? Was that, you know, something that you would like to do? Yes, actually, last week was one year on T. Go oh, me. Oh, nice. <laughs> I don't know if I saw that or not. I may have, I may not have. Mm, yeah, I bought myself a birthday cake. Do you know it what? I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> that's such a great idea yeah it's on my timeline you should scroll back and look yeah i will i'm definitely gonna go check the media because that's (laughs) that's a really that's a really great idea i must say and you know what i might do it every year so i'm fuck around and find out i mean why not because you're celebrating yourself at the end of the day Mm -hmm. it's another birthday exactly that it's another birthday so like (laughs) what's that been like for you so far um it's been it's been interesting it's been great. Um, I've been really happy with the changes I'm experiencing. I definitely thought I'd experience more by now just because of the way my labs were looking, but I understand that everyone's body is different. Um, I started on a low dose and then my doctor, um, had me lower my dose twice because my T levels were like too high. Really like elevated. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but both of those times, she had me completely stop, and then restart again at a lower dose. And those periods of stopping, where my levels dropped all the way back down to like three T yeah. levels, um, those were some emotionally trying times. I would just have to say. Damn. But um, when my levels are great, I feel amazing. <laughs> like all the time (laughs) it's like things I've already liked about myself are like turned up a little bit so I'm feeling it okay okay I I like that I like that I you know it's really nice to hear that even though you're you're on like a lower dose and stuff like that you're still experiencing really really great things Uh, Mm -hmm. and obviously that's the most important part to just be able to still experience that level of wow I feel good Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, when I first started, um, I think a lot of advice I've got from people were like, oh, you're going to be so, like, keyed up or your emotions are going to be all over the place. But honestly, like, from the first week, I felt so much more settled. I felt the exact opposite of that. Like, I felt I felt calm. I felt grounded. I felt connected to my emotions. So it was that, that was a really affirming uh, experience that I had very early in the the hormone therapy process. 
Wow, that's that's incredible. Because um, mm-hmm. do you know what? Like, I feel like everybody's experience definitely is different, right? But mm-hmm. I feel there's like a a basic level of emotions and stuff that everybody thinks that everyone's gonna like experience. Like, you're gonna feel mm-hmm. amped up and stuff like that, but. I didn't feel that either. I don't know if it's because, like, I'm not sure what form of tea you started on, but I started with gel. So mm-hmm. I didn't feel like my emotions and stuff were going crazy. I think I only experienced that once after, like, one of my first shots because I had switched to, like, the, the shots now instead. Yeah. After one of my first one of those, I had, like, a bit of a moment where I was like, whoa what is this that has come yeah. over me kind of thing well um, you know what that is why is that because with the gel you do the gel daily right mm-hmm. so your levels stay consistent like you're mm-hmm. always at basically the same level but with the shot you peak like yeah the first and second day afterwards and then when it's one or two days before your levels dip so you're like yeah. on this roller coaster mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of being consistent yeah sucks. yeah i mean it did but like that's never happened again and now i'm very consistent with my shots because mm-hmm. i get mine every 15 weeks now it went from every 12 weeks to 13 to now 15 just because every the, 15 the weeks the time, yeah every 15 weeks i get like a big shot like i get a thousand milligrams um, what yeah <laughs> i am flabbergasted <laughs> I take this a shot every throws, single week. This always throws Americans off. Every time I say this, Americans are like, what? You're talking crazy. But yeah, I need that. Needs. Because so we've got like two different types of shots. We've got a shot called Sustenin and we've got what I'm on. It's called Nibido. So Sustenin, you get every two to three. You do, you give yourself every two to three weeks. But with Nibido, you have to go to the doctor's office for the nurse to give it to you every 12 to 15 weeks, depending, well, 10 to 15 weeks, depending on when you need to have it, according to how your body takes it and stuff like that. And the nurse has to give it to you because it's a very slow, um, slow release shot, but the liquid itself is very thick. So it takes like, one and a half to two minutes for the nurse to actually be able to inject it into you because the the liquid itself like fights back (laughs) no and it has to be done like in a specific spot like in your butt so yeah you have to go in for that so i've i've never given myself a shot i have so many friends but i've never given myself a shot i can't even begin to imagine what that would feel like (laughs) i feel like i would be scared I would be so scared to just, like, I would have to psych myself up so much. Like, I would really have to amp myself up to give myself that shot because, nah, just the thought of it, oh, my God, the thought of it scares me. <laughs> Dude, it's been a year, and I'm still scared every time. <laughs> I don't blame I have you. to amp myself up every you. time. I do not blame you. Like, it just sounds, it just, uh, it feels like such a scary thing to do. Yeah. Trying to get me a partner who'll do it for me. I mean, that would be be a plus. That would be a plus. Mm -hmm. That would be a plus. I love that you're speaking of partner. Um, This is my next question. Okay, cool. Let's get into it. So, what's dating? 
been like for you or what is like your current situation as a non-binary person? Okay, current situation. Um, I'm kind of like, I've kind of been in flux this whole year. Uh, I ended a long-term partnership last June. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been like dating off and on since then. I've had a, a very like intimate friendship that wasn't really dating, but kind of was. Don't know how to explain that. But we're still very close. Um, that sounds complicated. It is. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I just met someone new. And um, I'm open to meeting new people. I'm flirting a lot on the internet. Uh, as you should. I'm flirting a lot. Single, so why not? <laughs> yeah. I'm flirting a lot in person. Um, I'm not really looking for a partner. You know what I mean? Um, and I don't know if I really mean that or if I'm just like trying to be careful because I am about to start a doctorate program in October. Right. Yeah. So, so your time is going to be. Mm-hmm. My time, time is, is going to be limited. Much, yeah. It's going to be my very focus. much into the program. Mm-hmm. Also, my, yeah. my finances are going to be limited. And, you know, living yeah. in a place like Atlanta, like dating can get really expensive. Um, mm, okay. That's and another I just, thing to consider. Yeah, and I just really know myself. Like, I'm a Leo rising, and I have four other Leo placements, like two of them being also in Venus and Mars. So, like, I like to show off when I really like somebody, and I know myself. So, I'm saying I don't want a relationship because I'm trying to, like, keep myself focused on what the real goal is when while I'm in Atlanta. But I also, you know, think I'm deserving of fun, safe relationships you know what i'm saying so yeah hoping i just meet some people that i like really vibe with really connect with i want i want to make some really good friends but i do want some like you know um cute situationships or maybe mm-hmm. i'll meet someone who's just as busy as me and we can be together while respecting each other's grind um i'm also non-monogamous so like when i have the time and capacity i like to date more than one person um you know i think I'm happiest when the person that I'm dating is also dating someone else because Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean it 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 one you have a teammate to support the person you really love. And mm-hmm. two, you know, if you're someone like me who literally loves doing a million things all the time, like I I need I I need to be able to go off and do my thing and I still want you to have your needs met, you know, whether that be quality time or emotional support or sex or what have you. Right. So, yeah, I don't really like being the only one in anybody's life. Okay. That makes sense. That's an interesting way to put it. I've gotten really specific about what what my (laughs) name. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, community is love. If if anybody is out there listening and you know this sounds good to you, <laughs> I'm gonna be putting both information in the yes. description. <laughs> yes, down for situationships and friendships. Yeah, you know what? It's, and it's very honest. It's very honest of you to say that this is yeah. where I'm at. This is what I am able to provide mm-hmm. at this current moment in time because I'm going to be doing X, Y, and Z. So it's yeah. kind of like if that works for someone else to come in and join that space, then right. it works for them. And if it doesn't, then it doesn't. I hope it works for somebody though, because I really do love being in love. And I love that. That's, that's like I'm me. A I'm, I'm, I'm a lover boy. 
Yes, yes. And I think I'm a wonderful lover. Like, I love spending attention and time. You know, I love doing things for people. I love making things. gone again this thing is doing this today I just oh. hope it fixes itself oh okay great I was about to give up all hope I'm just like come <laughs> on bro are we almost there dear lord Wait, okay, we're connected. We are literally nearly done. This was like the last thing I had to ask. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so before so, we got rudely interrupted, you were saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm definitely down to connect and definitely open for love. I just have a complicated availability yeah. because of school. Mm -hmm. I mean that yeah, yeah, like I said, that's very honest of you. So, you know, if this if this meets anybody like matches anybody's needs or whatever, then you know what to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. And if you're in Atlanta, Slide I guess my that DMs. would be even better. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Take me out for coffee, please. Yes. You see, here we go. <laughs> Don't be surprised if somebody jumps in your DMs on some do you want to go for Bring coffee? It. Just remember. <laughs> I, I love said. coffee. <laughs> I, I love coffee and I love lots of things. So we can talk about that over coffee. But there we go. I love that. I love that. Not not this becoming a matchmaker situation. <laughs> if something, if something comes up, out of this, if something comes out of this, I want to hear about it. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to be at the wedding if something comes out of this. There we go. I love you. See? Energy. <laughs> Energy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but you know what? Before we get rudely interrupted yet again, I'm going to wrap this up now. So, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. And I'm so sorry for the technical difficulties. <laughs> but thank you for bearing with me and, you know, enjoying the conversation regardless of the stuff that's been going on. So what I will do is I will put your, do you have Instagram? Because this usually, well, it's going to go on Twitter as well. Mm -hmm. um, but if you've got like Instagram, you can send me your at and stuff like that. And I can just yeah. add it to the description uh, so that people know where to find you if they would like to connect. Uh, <laughs> even just as friends, you know, people just make connections with new people. They might be somebody that feels like their story is very similar to yours and they might want to reach out or something like that. Mm hmm um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on and good luck with your move in 10 days time. I will look out for like updates and stuff like that. And I'm sure we'll talk in between like, you know, now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for hosting and asking such great questions and offering your resonance. Um, I really enjoyed being able to share and be heard here. So yeah, I hope we do continue to connect. You sound like a great person. <laughs> thank you thank you appreciate that but yeah we definitely will we definitely will connect again and um you know i hope that all the listeners out there had a good time this time round. i hope the sound is not too messed up um and that you know it still sounds as smooth as it possibly can be remember people i'm doing this on my own the editing and stuff like that was not my my part and it wasn't my strong suit but i'm learning as i'm going along so just bear with me during this transitional period 
And um, yeah, thank you to everybody for listening. And, you know, I'll be back again next week. Uh, thank you very much, everybody. See you later. Okay, cool. Dramatic pause ended. But yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, I'm going to tackle this. I'm going to go tackle this thing and listen to um, all the bits and bobs where it started to cut out and just patch things back together. I'm sure it will be fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm holding enough confidence that it will be okay. But, you know, let's let's see. Yeah, man, I'm excited. Um, I'm going to message you my ads and stuff. And I'm going to message you my phone number, too. Do you have WhatsApp? Yes, yes, I have WhatsApp. Great. We should connect on there and yeah, we can talk whenever sure. we want hit, to. Like, hit me up. Hit me up. I'm I'm always about... Uh, but yeah, hit me up. It was great talking to you. And yeah, we'll just we'll stay connected and we'll go from there. For sure. All right. All right bye. Well. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> bye.